Hi, and welcome to another episode of Can't Stop the Growth. I'm your host, Chad Peterman, and today we are going to talk about managing expectations. Here at Peterman, managing expectations is extremely, extremely critical when it comes to leadership. Sometimes you can get, and we we do sometimes, get in trouble when we're expecting somebody to do something without really explaining to them how to do it. And understanding what you can expect from a person and what they need to be successful when you marry the two together and you know keep your expectations in check you're going to be a better leader and a better manager i have some audio from a future leader series meeting where i talked exclusively about managing expectations when it comes to leadership and managing in the business so without further ado let's jump on into the audio on managing expectations Oftentimes, we're going to set goals, um, and oftentimes, depending on where you set that, it's going to be a, a large goal, and, and how do I get there? Uh, and, and with those goals comes expectation as well. So people are expecting me to be good. People are expecting me to be a leader. All of those things, which in, can kind of create that internal kind of self-talk of, well, how in the heck am I going to get there? Well, what am I going to do to be successful um, and achieve this because I want to achieve it. I'm just maybe not sure how to get there. Um, I'm not sure if I can even do it. And I think it's very easy to get clouded uh, with negative thoughts that ultimately detract us from getting to where we want to be. And I've talked before about kind of our, what kind of environment we put ourselves in is to me extremely critical. Um, I've seen just personally seen massive gains in productivity, in accomplishing things when I can control my environment. And I talked about this in respect to, you know, if you've got your smartphone and it's got 400 apps on it that, you know, take up your time. And a lot of those apps, and and I'm as guilty as as anybody, or more so used to be, um, and have kind of gotten away from it. But a lot of those things, I mean, we've all found ourselves sitting there and like 30 minutes go by and you're like, what did I just do? But you were on your phone for the entire 30 minutes, like moving from app to app and looking at things to the point where I used to get and I used to like look through stuff and I'd be like, why am I even doing this? Like, I, I don't even know why I'm, I don't even, I'm not even interested in this. And so things like that, the news I don't listen to any news. I couldn't tell you what's going on in the world right now because um, I don't really, it, it's mostly negative um, and it's mostly bad. So um, letting that infiltrate where I want to be is not good. Uh, it's why I map out most of my day. I know that sounds nerdy and terrible to some, but I want to know exactly what I'm doing uh, at, at every point in the day. And I think a lot of that control on my environment allows me to think the thoughts that I want to think. That's why I start every day out writing. Uh, That's why I start every day, really, before writing, I start out reading. Um, It's really to get myself in the frame of mind that is going to allow me to be successful, that is going to allow me to achieve the goals that I want to achieve for the day. 
Because if I'm in a negative headspace, everybody's had that. The day gets off to the, you know, the alarm clock doesn't go off. You, you, none of your clothes are washed. They're still in the washer. They're not in the dryer. You've just like literally everything goes wrong. Like I had one of those mornings this morning. So I'm like, I wake up, alarm clock goes off. Um, I'm good there. I'm kind of going through my morning, all of this good stuff. And then I go to walk out the door and I forget that my wife got home last night after I did. We only have a one lane driveway. She's parked behind me. Okay, great. Okay. I got to move her car out in the street and then I got to pull my car around and pull her car back in the driveway a whole bit. So then I get my car and I'm like, okay, cool. I'm going to get my music going. This is going to be great. And I get in there and the damn Bluetooth won't work for whatever reason. I can't get the damn thing to connect. My neighbors probably think that someone's probably outside stalking them because I'm sitting in front of their house, like trying to get this thing to work. Jesus Christ, where, where's the morning going? And so I finally give up on that. I just turn on the radio. Luckily there's a song I like, so I'm kind of cruising, turn around, get onto the street. I have my hand on my steering wheel, and I realize I forgot to put my wedding ring on. I'm like, gee, many Christmas. Like, there's literally, like, this morning is not off to a great start, and I've got to actually, like, talk for two hours to people. Um, I am not going to be in a good space. So at that point in time, I swung around, came back in the house, laughed about my wife's car being in the driveway, laughed about anything else that was going, went inside, got my wedding ring. It was perfect. And then that was followed by my wife texting me because she heard the doorbell or the uh, alarm chime, like, what'd you forget? I said, my wedding ring. And she said, I love you so much. And to me, that got things started back on the right path. And ever since then, from this morning, I've had a great morning. But it was all about framing my perspective on what the day was going to be. I, I could have let that just spiral just completely out of control. This day wasn't going to be good. You know, it was like I could stand up here and this, this whole talk just go to crap. But I refused to enter that space. Um, I didn't want to be in that space. And it sounds like little stuff, and, and that little stuff may not bother you, which is perfectly fine, but everyone can point to that little stuff that bothers you. And, and you know that if that happens, the day starts to go sideways. And so... When you're trying to accomplish your goals, getting in that right head, finding what gets you in that right headspace, you know, for sales guys, you know, like there's days when you're just walking in and like everything rolling off your tongue is like gospel to these customers and it, and you feel it too. It's like, oh my God, like I'm connecting on such a great level with this person. Well, what if it was like that more days than not, you know, and, and I think that the key is getting in that right headspace to where you understand what you're aiming for. There's nothing that is getting in your mind to get you into a negative state. And the, I think the hardest part is there's a lot of negativity that enters your mind um, subconsciously, um, whether it be, uh, whatever it may be, um, that, that enters your mind and affects how you perform, how you react and the different things that you do. And I think in leadership, it's extremely important because it's my belief that the majority of people spend their time allowing negative things to get in their way. So thinking about leading a group of people, you've got, let's just say it's 10 guys out in the field and 
you've got to almost bet that probably eight of them are letting negative stuff into their mind all the time and it affects their performance. And so to be the leader, you've got to first get in that clear headspace and then you've got to pull the others along with you. Now, are we going to be able to manipulate everybody's behavior and like you're going to do it this way and you're going to start journaling in the morning? And no, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not that naive to think that we're going to do that. But there are little things when you're in a clear headspace that you can help people out and get them into a space. A lot of that is just people spiraling out of control. I mean, you've seen it where like one thing goes wrong in their day and they are, they're useless the rest of the day. You might as well just, you know, you might as well just go home. Uh, you're not going to be of any use whatsoever to anybody, um, but they can't get themselves back in. And so I've always looked at it as it's my objective as the leader to get everybody in that, in that space. Um, you know, whether that's, my biggest thing is just always having a positive attitude. You know, here, we're gonna find a way this day, you know, it kind of stinks, but hey, let's look at a positive. We got this and this done, and so we can, we can move forward and, and, and let's keep going. And there's always, in my mind, there's always a way to do something. So we can figure out, we can figure it out. We can come up with a different solution. We can look at failure as just a way not to do it. You know, uh, whatever that may be, um, I just think that the expectations we put on ourselves, the goals that we set, the pressure that we feel to succeed, it's a whole heck of a lot easier to win in that game when you're in a positive frame of mind. You understand what's going on and why I'm doing this and your motives are aligned with ultimately what you want to achieve. And I think some people, they look at these big goals and they're in this negative state and they wonder why they can't achieve anything. Well, you started, it's like, you know, you started in the wrong spot. You're never going to get there. Uh, you know, you're running the wrong race uh, because their race is trying to get out of that negative state all the time. Well, you need to be running the race to achieve your goal. Um, and when you get yourself in that right spot, achieving those goals becomes even easier and you start to compound and all of a sudden you're starting to achieve that goal really, really quickly and then you get into this one. And the biggest thing that I've taken from achieving goals is it's a lot about, when you're in that clear space, it's a lot of singles. You know, it's a lot of, I'm gonna win this little piece here and I'm not gonna win this entire big goal all at, I'm not gonna win it tomorrow. I'm gonna win it by doing the little things right. Um, and when I put enough little things in right, in the right place, ultimately, those are gonna compound. Uh, so all of a sudden I'm doing, I was doing one thing, one little thing right, well now I'm doing five, now I'm doing six, now I'm doing 10 little things right, ultimately that's gonna get me to my goal. Um, and so those little things right may be, you know, waking up and having breakfast. It may mean, Anytime I run into a tough situation, I'm just going to close my eyes, take a few deep breaths, and get back to what I'm doing. Um, oftentimes, one of the, the key things that I always do, like if you get, in your, you get into a rough day, I always find a, something I know I can accomplish. So whether that be a task of like, I need to send out this email to somebody. Well, it's on my long list of things to do, but I just need to accomplish something to get me back rolling again. And so 
I encourage you guys to try to find that positive space. Where am I, where am I at my best? What's that day look like? How's it start? Uh, how's it kind of progress? What are things I don't like? So things that send me out of my, my zone, how do I avoid those? You know, uh, one used to be for me was, you know, coming in Monday morning and it just feels like just like an avalanche fell on you with this and that wasn't in place and this and it's just like, well, there's half the day gone and I've started my whole week off on the wrong foot. Um, whereas now I do more planning Friday. I have time set aside to, okay, what's my week going to look like next week? Um, and there again, it's not, it doesn't take 15 minutes, but okay, planning, using my calendar, I'm going to block off these meetings, nothing should pop up, we should be good, this will kind of structure my day out. And that's where we get into so many strategies you can use. One I use is, uh, is time blocking. So like if you, Christy's seen my calendar, uh, if you look at my calendar, I've got literally every minute from 3 a.m. to 6 p.m. I try to, a good day for me is if I've got the whole thing blocked. Um, with a few spaces in there for calls that take two hours and 45 minutes, like yesterday. <laughs> Whew, that was, that's, uh, that's some time right there I won't get back uh, in designing the general ledger. Um, but, uh, but in all seriousness, trying to figure out what that day looks like. Now, there's obviously, in some positions, you don't really know what your day may look like when you start out, but there are certain things you can control to make sure that you're having a good day, whether that is you know, planning out your lunch the night before, whether that is whatever those things you can do. I always try to, I'm a little bit of a control freak, but I always try to control whatever I can control. There's gonna be some uncontrollable in your day, no matter what you do, when you do it, whatever it may be, but trying to control as many things as possible is going to help you deal a whole lot better with goals, expectation, pressure, whatever it may be, and I always look as utilizing that expectation and that pressure, utilizing that as my fuel to achieve more. Um, because when I set those expectations, I know that I've got to get myself right. Um, you know, one big thing that uh, my wife and I have been doing lately is planning out all of our meals, all of our dinner um, for the whole week. And I pick it up on Sunday and we have all our food and we're ready to go for the whole week. Um, you know, back when Blake was first born, it was kind of like hodgepodge, like just go grab something, you know how it is, you know, it's just kind of craziness, um, but trying to get back into that routine. And I can tell you that knowing that we're gonna eat healthy at dinner uh, all five nights of the week and knowing that we already have all the food and we already have everything ready and we don't, we're not missing anything and everything's good to go, um, really makes the week go really well because I wake up feeling better. Um, I know I ate healthy. I look forward to the meal when I come home. Um, but just little things like that help the day as opposed to getting home Monday. Well, what are we going to eat? Well, no one knows. Okay, well, let's just run out and grab something. And then you grab something and it's like, God, I wish I would have never ate that. And then all of a sudden, these little things just start spiraling uh, your week um, in the wrong direction. So... Um, I, I think that is, to me, uh, you know, just a very important thing that I try to do um, and, and try to trans, you know, transfer that over into when I'm leading. Um, you know, how can I help those 
who are vital, their performance is vital in what we do, um, but what are they struggling with? Well, sometimes they may just be struggling with something small, like they're not eating breakfast or they're, you know, their day is filled with listening to God knows what on the radio. So, I mean, if you think about it, if you listen to some talk show on the radio all day while you're driving in your van and it's all negative or this, that, or the other, not to say that that's bad. If that's what you do, that's what you do. But like, what kind of frame of mind is that putting you in to be successful when you go to someone's house? Uh, you know, what kind of what kind of frame of mind are you putting yourself in to be successful? Mm-hmm.